This is an SJC Radio production. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to episode eight uh, of uh, series two of Pit Stop. Joined by uh, the regular crew of uh, Joe, Ed, and Max. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, we're going to be joined uh, in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to we're going to um, we're going to be joined by Maya, who, who's going to be on the end uh, of the phone. So uh, we're quite excited about that. Um, Joe, I'm going to go over to you. Talking about exciting things, you got some exciting news about our podcast listeners, I understand. Yes, um, we've had some rather surprising figures uh, about our podcast listeners. 21.84% of our podcast listeners are Dutch, <laughs> which is surprising considering we're not broadcasting it in Dutch. It, it is only in English. Um, I, I, I'm wondering. What, I wonder whether Joe, they, they, they might be listening in because obviously they like motorsport, but also maybe to improve their English as well, possibly. Well, hopefully, yeah. Keep them coming. I say, yeah. I'm, I'm very glad you're all listening in. I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, if, if more Dutch people want to listen, or people that aren't Dutch want to listen to our podcast, <laughs> because you've, you've missed our previous uh, episodes, you can look at our tune in. Uh, sit SJC Radio, tune in, and you can look at all our episodes right back from season one, episode one. And we've had five listeners from uh, Amsterdam, four from Eindhoven, and lots spread throughout the whole of the Netherlands. So, uh, thank you uh, very much for listening. Joe, there are some people from, from some other countries as well, I understand. Do you have that information on you? I, I think there's quite a few from France. I think there's. There's, there's some from America as well. France, 4.5. Six zero percent from uh, America, uh, Netherlands obviously leading the way with twenty one percent, and then the United Kingdom with seventy one percent of that. But it's it's a good stretch. I never thought we'd get that many listeners from across the world. So yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm very surprised um, uh, with our with, with our number of Dutch listeners. I, I'm really really pleased with that. That, that. That's really good news. I think it's because you mentioned the Max effect. That, that, that could well be the case that could <laughs> well be the case okay i think we're probably moving on to formula one news now we're going to go straight to well talking of of uh things max uh, joe i'm going to go straight to max max what, what do you want to talk about 
I, I would like to talk about the Haas livery. Okay. The floor is yours. Right. So, um, obviously, a few weeks ago, we talked about the band of the uh, Russian flag when racing. So, if Nikita Mazpin or Daniel Kafiat got a podium next year or in the foreseeable future, they would be racing under a neutral flag. Now, um, Haas's title sponsor is uh, Russian, Nikita Mazpin's father. And oh, really? I didn't yes, know that. that. That's why Nikita Mazpin yeah. quite controversially has got the seat. Yeah, that explains a lot. So after their livery's been released, um, how can I say this? It's a Russian flag. On a, uh, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yes. So that's very controversial yeah. in the current thing with so Russia to being banned. To play devil's advocate, I mean, they, they've got a German driver, a Swiss um, Swiss team principal, and uh, an Italian chassis and engine with an American team. So obviously, I don't know, they're like us. They really like lots of things from different nationalities. So yes, we can draw parallels from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, I think, um, I think it's the um, World Anti-Doping Agency or something are investigating into delivery. Um, oh, really? to see if it's actually got like like to see if they can re- actually use it um, but I imagine you know, my prediction for the result of that will just they'll be able to use it I don't think anything will happen with that excellent um, Ed is there any other formal use the livery was approved by the FIA so theoretically there shouldn't be a problem but obviously then yeah, I well, think there might be with the anti-doping like Ed said yeah, yeah. Well, perhaps we'll have some follow-up on that next week. We'll have to see. Okay. Um, Ed, uh, any other Formula One uh, news? Anything else to mention this week? Um, well, we've had some more liveries. Um, oh, yes. We've had we had one today. We had the Ferrari. Uh, uh, so is oh, the here, oh, here we go. Here's the Williams uh, that Joe's just yeah, put I, in. I tell you what, Ed, I saw the Williams. I, I, I don't know what to think of the Williams livery. I don't know whether I like it or whether I hate it. I, I, I sort of I don't know what to think about it. Well, I I really don't like it at all. Yeah. Um, I think last year's looked much better, personally. But much more clean, much cleaner. Yeah, I, think. I don't yeah. like it. It looks like if someone went on to the F1 game and just chose one of their stock liveries. Yeah, it, it, I I think it's lacking imagination. I just it think it's cool. well, I think they tried to take inspiration from like their really successful cars in like the 80s and 90s. But I don't see that at all. I mean, no, got the I, gold, I'm not, I'm not like saying that either. Camel no. gold, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, I don't like it at all, really. Yeah. <laughs> there's Is also there been a other- uh, launch. Yes. Uh, so I put that into the chat as well. So it's Carlos Sainz's 55 uh, car in the chat there. They've incorporated red uh, and, and green for the for a first time since I can remember, Some with the Winnow badge on the on the back of the car in a green, and I think that is to represent the Italian flag, with the, the car being predominantly red, and um, that green sponsorship there. But what is strange how they've only kept it green on that one section of the car, and even when there's further Mission Winnow sponsorship on the tail on the back of the car, then um, why have they kept that black rather than green? Why not keep it the same throughout the car? rather than just have it stand out. That's what annoys me about this livery. But overall, I mean, the Williams is worse, in my opinion. Yeah. And 
I, I quite like how they're trying something different rather than sticking to the same old. Yeah, it's funny. I, I was talking to, to, to my brother um, at the weekend and he said exactly what I said last week. So, back in, I'm sorry to sound like a broken record. Back in the 80s, we talked about how different the cars were. Today, he said this, all we talk about is the colour scheme because the cars look identical. Um, yeah, so saying I, I've, that, said, sir. I've said this before. Saying but, that, yeah. You're saying that, but there's yeah. an air intake, which looks very oh. different from everything else we've seen in on the uh, above the above the halo and the driver's head on the Ferrari. I'm not sure if you can zoom in, but there's sort of side pods on the side or barge boards on the side of the air. air intake. Oh, yes, I can see that. No, I, OK, well, there we go. It, 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 it's uh, something we haven't seen yet. OK, so, yeah, OK. OK, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. There is one very, very small change there. Now, time. I think we're approaching the time when uh, Maya is going to be at the end of the phone. Sorry, so, sorry to jump in, oh, but there's still some more news to cover. Got to make it quick, Ed, because Maya will be waiting um, for the call. Carry on, Ed. Yeah. OK, so this is a bit of MotoGP news. I'm oh, sure you'll be excited right, about that. Excellent. excellent. Um, so, yeah, Hungary is set to host uh, MotoGP in 2023, uh, which is quite exciting. Interesting. And then, and then also, uh, over back onto the F1 side of things, we've got uh, Porsche and Volkswagen are considering entering Formula One uh, oh, in 2025 uh, for the new engine regs. Porsche uh, entered Formula One, uh, Ed, I think in 1989, and it was it, it was disastrous. They they teamed up with the Arrows. I think it was the footwork team. Uh, it was a complete disaster. I don't know why Porsche wanted to go to Formula One. Porsche's home is the World Endurance Championship in Le Mans, really, but. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, it, going back to your point about MotoGP, Hungary, you said 2023? 2023, yeah. Well, I think I'll be going to that. If that's in our summer holidays, I'll be going to that event. There's, Yeah, brilliant. Right. Thank you for that, Ed. I think we're now going to phone up Maya. So I will uh, dial her number. Let's hope she's in. Hello. Oh, hello. You're there. Excellent. Hello, Maya. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Well, you are, in effect, Maya, live on air. That sounds great. It does, doesn't it? Now, Maya, um, what we do with all our guests, uh, we like to know how they how they got interested in, in motorsport. Now, I've got a feeling, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, whilst people like myself and, and Joe and Ed have been and Max have been drawn into Formula One, I've got a feeling that you've been sort of dragged, sort of kicking and screaming by Max <laughs> into Formula One. Is, is that a fair comment, Maya? I mean, honestly, sir, I would say you definitely did part of the dragging too. Because, did I? I mean, after hearing you speak about F1. Well, when, um, when would I do Max that, Maya? When would I do that? Obviously, after school, in the <laughs> playground. You mean you mean not in the history lessons? Never, never, sir. <laughs> never. Very good. Really? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm pleased. But I mean, Max and Joe, they would always be talking about it on the playground. I was like, yeah. I didn't really understand, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, 
what the hype was about, but Max dragged me around to watch it, and yep. it was really enjoyable. Really? So you, you so you you haven't been falling asleep during the races? No, which honestly surprised him. But whenever yep. I try to come back, he always doesn't want me to come because every time I've come, he says it's been a bad race. <laughs> Okay, so you're okay. So like a bad omen. Yes, she is. Two races, Bahrain. She came to watch. Obviously, Roman Grosjean's crash. I thought that was really fun. Yes, but it still wasn't a very entertaining race after that. Yeah, we and had what, a whole hour to eat, to get drinks. She's not a true fan, I don't think. No. I, I'm I'm quite impressed by this. So there, there's you, Max, saying this race is dull, and there's Maya saying actually this is rather good. Only because there was time for her to get a drink. No, but oh. it was just broadcasting the technology. Like, yeah, we had to wait for ages, but it was pretty incredible. But okay. she also came to watch the season finisher at uh, Yas Marina, and that was a very boring race. Oh, but at Red Bull won. Yeah, well, at least Red Bull won. Okay. Um, took off. Ma- Maya, do you have a favourite sort of um, driver or team or anything, Maya? Well, I've been influenced yet again by Max. Yeah. Um, got to go with Daniel Ricciardo. Are you you're a Red Bull fan then? Well, well, of course he's not. He's not Red Bull anymore, is he? Of course. He yeah, but I think I'm. I'm gonna stick with Red Bull. I think Max might be changing his mind, but. So are you, are you going to be watching all the races, Maya? Yes. The one she's welcome to. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what we'll do, Maya, in future. I think after each race, I think we need to get you, um, I think we need a sort of a race support by you, Maya, for every race. Sounds great, sir. So you're, you're, you're up for that? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask, have you got any questions to ask, Maya, just out of interest? About, about, for, okay. about. Uh, uh, why do you think there aren't many females in motorsports? Well, it, it's funny you should. I'm, I'm really pleased you asked that question, mine. I understand that Monday was, was it International Women's Day? Maya? Yeah. Oh, it was? Were you aware of that, Maya? Yes, sir. Now, on Monday, um, now I'm a big fan of sports car racing. I'm not really a big Formula One fan. I'm into sports car racing and MotoGP, which is motorbike racing. On Monday, the World Endurance Championship uh, announced um, uh, the entrance for the season. And uh, quite exciting news uh, is that for the first time ever in the World Endurance Championship, there are two all-female teams. So we have uh, in NMP2, which is the sort of second, uh, which is one of the prototype categories, uh, we've got the, the Richard Mill Racing Team. Uh, consisting of Titania Calderon, Sophia, Sophia Floresh, and the last one's name is quite difficult to pronounce. I'm going to have a go at it. Uh, I think it's Betsky Visser. Now, Sophia Floresh, you might, you might not remember her name, but all of you would have seen her crash in Macau a couple of years ago. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah. Um, that one oh, of yeah. One of the best crashes you've ever um, seen. Tatiana Calderon, I think she was in um, F2 a few years ago as well. She was in F2 last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Columbia she might, she might yeah, have done or, some... Um, HWA. She might have done some Formula 1 testing, I'm not sure. Um, 
but and also there's another. Oh, sorry, yeah. if she did, I think it was with Alfa Romeo. That could, well, that could well be the case. And also in the WC, uh, one of the GT teams, um, uh, it's the Iron Links Ferrari team, who last year raced in, in the European Le Mans series. Uh, they're all female team of, uh, it's the same team who raced in the LMS last year. Uh, Rahal, uh, Frey, uh, Manuela, Gosner and Michelle Gatting um, are competing in the World Endurance Championship. So, so that Maya, we have two all-female teams in the World Endurance Championship. So thank you for asking that question. I'm really pleased I was able to, to give you a, 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 a good answer to that. Now, uh, Maya, you still there, Maya? Yes. I, I know you yep. have to, I know you have to disappear in, in a minute. You've got a very busy social life. Uh, we know that. But I'm not going to allow you to leave uh, without asking you a question. So I'm going to move on to uh, the bunch of fives round. Uh, Ma, you've got 20 questions to answer one question. Max, do not help, please. Do not help. I will not, sir. You have my word. Right. Now, Maya, I'm going to ask, the second I ask the question, Maya, I start my stopwatch. You've got 20 seconds to give me five items in this particular bunch, in this particular category. So, Maya, listen carefully. Okay. This will be interesting. You've got 20 seconds to name five formula one drivers oh that's great um <laughs> uh Landon norris lewis yeah. hamilton daniel ricardo oh, i can't say his name <laughs> we've got nine um, seconds uh, Roman ah, wait, I can't say it. we'll give you that we'll give you that i think that was that was fast that was we, we, that I tell you what, that was really you, you got it in the twenty seconds. You didn't you didn't say Daniel Ricardo. Yes, no, he did. Did you? See, oh, I was sorry. To be yeah, now. he did in the second name. All right, sorry, sorry. Um, Maya. That's the that was hugely impressive, Maya. Wow. Uh, I'm not going to lie, sir. I thought you were going to put me on a spot of something way more difficult than that. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, next time you're here, it might be more difficult, Maya, because, um, yeah, I, I'm really impressed by that. So, um, Maya, we are going to have you back. We, and uh, the plan is uh, you're going to give us a Formula One race review. That'd be quite entertaining. So, um, well, thank you for joining us, Maya, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Thank you, sir. OK, bye, Maya. Bye. Right, she's got. OK, she's gone. Right. OK, so moving on. Uh, I can't see the agenda. What have we got next, people? What do... I think oh, it's more bunch of fives, it's sir. more bunch of fives, isn't it? So I've got. Um, right. I've What I'm doing, I'm cutting it down to 15 seconds. We, we talked last week about comparing it to the DRS zone. So, in effect, the DRS activation point is going to be later, further on down the straight. So, hopefully, um, well, I'm going to stop that analogy, but uh, <laughs> I want to I hear my buzzer. I haven't used my buzzer sound effect yet. Right. OK, let me just get the categories up. So, Max, you, you're on next. Um, let's, oh, this would be, oh, this is. Right, Max, yours is pretty straightforward, actually. I, I think, OK, this is going to be too easy, but okay, okay. 15 seconds. Uh, OK, Max, here we go. You've got 15 seconds to name 
five Formula One teams. Okay, when does it go? It started already. Ten so seconds. Williams, Mercedes, um, Alfa Romeo, Haas, McLaren, Renault. You're there. You're there. You've done it. Alpine. Stop. Excellent. The buzz is very easy. You've done it. We I couldn't use my buzzer because you 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 competed it with four seconds to go. That Best was luck next time, sir. That was too easy. Next week's going to be a bit harder there, Max. So, Joe, you're up next. Now these are getting only 15 yeah. seconds now. These are getting actually quite challenging. I've got a feeling we might hear the buzzer on this. Yeah, oh, Joe, this... Well, that's that in confidence. I know. I'll tell you what, Joe, this, this is quite difficult, actually, this one. You've got 15 seconds to name five Formula One engine manufacturers, uh, past or present. OK, we're going to go Honda, Ferrari and Mercedes um lotus and that's an engine manufacturer oh lotus uh, renault yes. renault mercedes oh that was very good you got four there that was really difficult because i was thinking myself yeah. about answers ford would have been the obvious one you could have mentioned um, Cosworth, maybe well that, that's the ford cosworth exactly yeah so yeah, yeah. But that you did well to get four there, Joe, because, yeah. And the good thing is, Joe, we get to hear my buzzer. I'm so, not sure it's a good thing it's me, though. No. <laughs> and we might hear my buzzer again with Ed. Ed, here we go. Oh, let's hope not. Let's have a look at what your one is. Oh, blimey. This is, this is really quite challenging, Ed. You've got... Okay. You've got 15 seconds to name five Formula One teams or names that no longer exist. Uh, Braun, Minardi, um, EIR, Lotus and Benetton. Oh, my word. Yes, did it was seven that seconds. Was I had to, that, that was, was much harder than mine. Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll give you to that. To be fair, I, I have to agree with Joe. That was yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, I will yeah. give you that. Joe, yeah, I, I would agree. Um, but I wasn't expecting Ed to do it so comfortably. So you did that, Ed, uh, in you did that in eight seconds. I thought that would be really quite difficult. Yeah, Ed, sorry, Joe, yours was very difficult. Apologies for that. But on the, right. on the positive side... We, we heard my buzzer for the first time. So um, <laughs> I'm sure our, our audience out there will, will have enjoyed the buzzer sound anyway. So all the Dutch audience. Absolutely. So what do we got now? I can't see the schedule, folks. That's a bunch of fives competing. What's up? What's up next? Next uh, up, we looks like we've got Only Connect. Only Connect. Oh, sorry. That, that's me as well, isn't it? Right. It so, is. right. OK, so it's one question for all of you. Um, it's very simply, again, what connects these four clues? And again, I've gone with racetracks. OK, so what connects these four circuits? The first one you probably wouldn't have heard of. The first one is Jarapagua. That's in Rio. Interlagos, Bahrain and Melbourne. What connects those four circuits? You can have multiple guesses at this. Jarapagua, which is in Rio, Interlagos, Bahrain and Melbourne. 
What connects those four races? None of them are in Europe. <laughs> well, you are right, Max, but that's not the Boom. answer I'm looking Smashed for. Smashed it, got it done. <laughs> okay, Ed and Joe, any thoughts? Have they been season openers, perhaps? That is the, that's it, that's it, you is got it? it. They've all been wow. season openers. If we go back to, again, sorry to sound like a broken record to the 1980s, for me, it was always um, the, the, the Brazilian Grand Prix from, uh, from Jarapagua in Rio was the season opener. Um, that then moved to Interlagos in Brazil. And then really, it's been pretty much Melbourne throughout, except for 2010. In 2010, the Grand Prix season started in Bahrain. And of course, it's going to start in Bahrain this year, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yes. In a few weeks. Yeah. So, Ed, yeah, well done. That That's really I- impressive there. So I'll try and come up with what I thought I might do is alternate only connect questions and motorsport maths. I'll do motorsport maths probably next week um, and maybe back to only connect uh, the week after that. OK, so what's next? We have A to Z of motorsport and this week it is P. Uh, I'm more than happy to go first. Yeah, please do. And I've been telling the, the rest of the pit crew, Myra and, and Max as well, that um, I've had this one since we started A to Z. Uh, really? So I'm excited to share this one with you. I'm interested in this. I'm just trying to think what, what it's going to be then. What, you've had this okay. from the beginning. You're Suspense. a big Red Bull fan. Okay. What is it going to be then, Joe? What, what, what is it? Why are penguins so good at motorsport? Oh, God, it's a joke. Oh, blimey. Uh, uh, why? <laughs> because they're always on pole. Did <laughs> you... Joe, did you make that, that up? That is terrible. That, that it is terrible. terrible. <laughs> Joe, I'm, I'm assuming you made that up. No, it was on the back of a penguin biscuit. <laughs> oh, really? How okay. Blimey. <laughs> well, mean, they're always on pole. It doesn't <laughs> quite work, actually, does it? It doesn't quite work. Well, they're always on oh. a pole. <laughs> yeah, so they're on the Yeah, yeah the poles yeah. don't get your points, do they? Unless oh. you're in. Formula E? Formula two, no. Well, yeah, uh, but you're not getting the big points from getting pole, are you? Why are penguins so uh, good at Formula two slash Formula E? Is that is that is that better? No, no, I, no, think, no. I think that works a bit better. So, um, Joe, is your is your P pole? No, no, no that is my P. Like, the the whole inclusion because it was penguin and pole. So I'm class. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So it was a penguin motorsport joke, and good, and of course, very good. Yeah, I, I like that. That's a totally different way of doing it, Joe. Uh, thank you for that. Um, let's move on to, to Max. Max, you got a P? Max? I do have a P. Yeah? Pastel Maldonado. Ma- Pastel Maldonado. No, uh, Maldonado. Maldonado. There we go, yeah. What do, what do you know about him, Max? What uh, do you know about him? Drove for Williams. He did? He was, um, very funny. It was his birthday in a week, in fact. Really? Oh, that, and well, that, he that, drove that's... the Lotus, too. 
it's appropriate. It's, well, that, that's good, isn't it? It's, it's coincidence that it's uh, the letter P today. He won the last Grand Prix that Williams won. He did, didn't yeah. he? That was Same. what year was that? That was 2012. I think afterwards there was, um, I think there was a big fire in the Williams uh, pit box after the race. I'm pretty sure that was. Maybe now, Ma- their winning bits went. <laughs> now, Maldonado was renowned for crashing a lot. Yeah. He was, he was quite a forceful driver, and he, he, had, he, had, he had more than his fair share of crashes. Pastor Maldonado, I, I'm, I'm surprised you've heard of him, Max, because your interest in, in Formula One has, has only been the last year or so, hasn't it? So how did you yeah. know about Pastor Maldonado? Uh, did you do it? I mean, when I, hold on. I watched quite a lot of YouTube. Sorry, I went off teams. Um, I watched quite a lot of YouTube, and there's quite a few references to him crashing. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that, Max. Ed, what about you? Um, I think I'm going to go with Porsche 919. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We like that. We like that. Uh, and I'm sure, sir, you have a lot to say about um, the Porsche 919. But um, for those who aren't aware of what it is, it's a very, 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 very quick car. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much all you need to know. Um, it's got the Nordschleifer record, I think about five minutes, 19 or something. That's the, um, um, that's, that, that was the unrestricted 919, wasn't it? Yeah. It, wasn't, it, it looks the same as the one that competed in the World Endurance Championship at Le Mans and so on. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was completely unrestricted, yeah. Yeah, and that uh, Nordschleifer's, you know, very famous. We mentioned it obviously before on the show. Um, but yeah, very, very quick car, very successful car. And um, actually, Ed, in my sort of, we talked about model racing cars. In my one eighteenth model car collection, uh, I've got a Porsche nine one nine. I've got the twenty. Let me get my dates right. I'm going to say 2016, 2016, uh, it's the red and white uh, Porsche 919. It's kind of a retro livery. It's the same livery as the 1970 uh, Salzburger uh, 917 Porsche. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's a, a, a sort of a, a Le Mans classic, really. Um, yeah. And I've actually seen one of these cars um, at Goodwood Festival of Speed. You probably saw the Le Mans winner, Ed. Yeah. Because they always... You saw the Le Mans winner? Yeah. What was it? Was it the white one? Was it white? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the sort of grey, kind of funny sort of design, whereby if you look at it from a bird's eye view, it says, I think it says Porsche design or something. It, they're actually letters. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you're right. The Porsche 919, one of the classic Porsche Le Mans cars, you know, you know, you've got the Porsche 962, my all-time favourite car, Porsche 936, Porsche 917, you know, Porsche. Well, of course, Porsche coming back into sports car racing, so hopefully there'll be another, you know, classic Porsche sports car emerging in the next few years. Do you know if they'll be competing in um, LMH? They are. That's what, the, that's what they're going to be entering. Uh, the Hold on, hold on, hold on. Or is it the... <laughs> it's... I think it's actually um, LMDH, which is the Le Mans Daytona hypercar. If they're going to race in the same cars, you can have Le Mans hypercars and the LMDH cars in, in, in the top category. I've got a feeling Porsche are building a LMDH car 
as opposed to a hypercar. I'm pretty sure that's right because because I think the idea is they want to sell LMDH is probably a cheaper way of, of, of doing of of entering um, the the top class. Uh, so I think they're probably going down that route. Um, now my P, I've kind of changed it. Bearing in mind what you've just said, Ed, because I'm going to go for a Porsche as well. It has to be my all-time favourite car, Porsche nine. Well, Porsche nine five six nine six two. They're kind of the same, really. I think nine six two is a slightly longer wheelbase. Porsche nine six two, my all-time favourite racing car. When I got into racing in the sports car racing in the sort of uh, mid nineteen eighties, I first went to a sports car race in nineteen eighty four. Pretty much all the cars in the top class were Porsches. Um, and it wasn't just a factory team. You know, the, the, there were lots of privateer uh, Porsche teams, Yurst, Kramer, Brun, uh, Richard Lloyd. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the cars, the Porsche 962, it looks amazing. And if it wasn't for the Porsche 962, um, then the, the, the Group C period uh, wouldn't be regarded as the classic period uh, that it is now because um, without Porsche producing customer cars there, there would have been very few Group C cars there so great looking car great sounding car um, and it's the reason why Group C was in my opinion the best ever era of sports car racing so very good okay uh, well, what's up next what's up next what, what do we got it's, uh, it's, it's my fact of the week Okay, so we probably have we've got the usual applause going on. Yeah, okay. hopefully, hopefully the fanfare it should get. <laughs> okay, Joe. So, so my fact of the week is um, which was the first British motor racing circuit to be purpose built? Now, as you may I, think, Silverstone, but obviously not. That was an airfield, uh, hence um, oh, the hangar. Um, References, circuit, yeah, hang yeah, hang uh, so, so, so there we are. Uh, it was it's Brooklands was the first yeah. built uh, motor racing circuit in in Britain. Uh, you may recognise it if you take a commute up the Victoria Line yes. to London. Yes. Um, yes. You can, you can see by the backing, can't you? Yeah, yeah. It's it's now an airfield uh, slash air air um, air museum type thing. Yes, you, you can. The Concord. The Concord. Yeah, so um, Mercedes Benz World up there. And you can yeah, drive on the old um, Brooklyn's track, which yeah. I've done before. It's pretty oh, cool. Really? Yeah. I, I went there at my last school uh, many years ago. We took some borders there. Uh, we went to the museum. And one of the planes, I think it was the 737, I think, which was owned by some Saudi prince. Uh, so luxury, so the 737. You, can, you, you were able to walk inside it and what have you. So... I'm assuming that you, you can still, the museum's still there and everything. Ed, so, so hold on, you're yeah. saying that you drove, Ed. Tell us about your driving experience at uh, Brooklyn's then. Well, we we went, it was for a uh, little birthday treat sort of thing. So yeah. we went up there to, uh, for a driving experience at um, Mercedes-Benz World. And yeah. Um, yeah, we got to drive on the old track. So, so hold on. So, did you have like a a gearbox? Was it automatic, or did you have to? Automatic. This was a right. few years ago. Yeah. Um, Gosh, that's good, isn't it? How yeah. good is that? So, you've had experience of driving a car. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, isn't that brilliant? Excellent. Yeah. Okay, now we expand. We expand all horizons here on the uh, Joe's fact of the week. It deserves all the fanfare it gets. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Now I think um, we're moving over to to you now, Ed. Um, so yes, yeah, time for who am I? And sticking with the theme of not going for a driver. We've actually Good. got a well. You'll see. You'll see how it this pans okay. out. Yeah. All right. First clue. I was born on the sixth of January, nineteen seventy-six. Are you, are you saying it's not a driver? Not a driver. Ooh. You were born in seventy-six. Is this okay. a racetrack? Is it a racetrack? Yes. No. Okay. Good question, I, Max. I have a rough idea. I have a rough idea. Oh, just hold on to it, Joe, for the time being. Yeah, it will do. Okay, Ed? I used to work for the BMW Formula One team between 2000 and 2009. Well, hold on, hold on. We should be able to, I'm not going to give the answer. If, if I, I'm, I want to think about this. You used to work for the BMW Formula One team between? 2000 2009. So you'll definitely get it off the next clue. Well, hold on. I, I want to think about this. I'm, I'm not going to give an answer if, if I can. Work for the, Okay. Oh, I've got, it's an interesting, I've, I've got nothing at the moment, Ed. Joe, okay. Joe, do you want to say something, Joe? Do you want to give your, us, us your, I your think guess? I know who it is. Max? It's not enough. It's not enough Wait, to give me a definitive answer. Can you just but I think I know his who, birthday? Yeah, what was his birthday? How old would he be now? Uh, well, he's now. born in 76, so he's going to be 40-something, isn't he? 45 now. Max, who, did you, who are you no, going to say, Max? Oh, wait. No, sorry. How old is he? I need to think. Mine was wrong. Forty-five. Forty-five. Okay, hold on. Uh, I don't know then. You say he used to work for the BMW Formula One team, so he's not a driver. Nope. He's, he's not going to be a mechanic. He's going to be some sort of team manager, possibly. You're on. You're along the right lines. Right. Let's have a thing. BMW team manager. No. Okay. Next, next clue. Next. I'm confident you'll get it off this one, sir. Okay, I, I won't shout out if I do know it. Yeah. Okay. I worked for the Porsche LMP1 team in 2013, and I was promoted to team principal for 2014. Right. Now, I think I know who it is, but his actual name, it's one of those names where if you say it, I know it, but I'm. I, does he currently work for the McLaren team? Yes. Right, I know who it is, but I can't remember the name. That gives it away. Is it, is it, is it, is it the no. American? Zach no, Brown? It, no. No. No, he's German. Oh, is it, um, Andreas Steidl. Yes. Andreas Steidl. That's it. Well done, Joe. You got it. Got it. That was a good one. I like that one. That, that was a very good one. My, my first thinking my first thinking was wrong. I, I thought sort of Horner, Christian Horner, he's that yeah. sort of age. But he turned out yeah. to be too Yeah, young. I thought um, originally I thought Aston Martin's team principal. Yeah. Safnau. Yeah, Safnau. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Ed, I don't think it's a coincidence that McLaren's fortunes um, improved dramatically when he joined the team. He's that sort of bloke who, I mean, the sort of chap who, who whichever team he's sort of working for, they always do well. So. I think someone once described him as a serial winner. Yes, I like that. Yeah, I think that that's spot on. If you've got him in your team, you're going to do well. 
Mm. Yeah. This is a chap. Everything he touches kind of turns to gold. I like that. A serial winner. That's it. That's a good one, isn't it? Um, anything else to add, Max? Any, any sort of final words? Because we're rapidly running out of time. Obviously, now we're physically no, not back from me. school. A bit, no. a bit more push for time. So I think that probably rounds things up for this week. Uh, Joe, any last words? No, 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 no. Well, thank you to our Dutch listeners. Uh, and 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 our 4% from America and obviously the 70% from uh, uh, the UK. Thank you, all listeners, wherever you are. Uh, keep listening. We'll, we'll keep making them. I'll tell you what, Joe, I'll tell you what we ought to do. We ought to try and learn some Dutch for next week. Maybe like saying hello in Dutch. Don't, uh, you, that, that's Joe, a good idea. Right? Yeah, Joe? I think hello in Dutch I've, is hello. Hello. <laughs> well, well, maybe we'll say something else, Max. Joe, do you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. just to all our new listeners and, and past listeners, uh, in case they don't know this, our Twitter handle is at SJC Radio now, or to specifically target the Pit Stop team, uh, it's the hashtag SJC Pit Stop. And to email us directly, it is pitstop at stjohnscollege.co.uk. Brilliant. Well, I think that, that, that definitely is the end of the show. So, uh, you know, please uh, tune in next week. Um, Otherwise, uh, it's 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 uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ed. Goodbye from Joe. Goodbye from Max. This was an SJC radio production written and presented by Mr. Bird, Joe, Ed and Max. The special guest this week was Maya and it was edited by Mr. Bird. The producer was Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well